1: This very silly episode of Oldie Buddy Goodie is brought to you by our patrons over at patreon.com forward slash Pod. Right now, over there, we are halfway through our cage rama series, a six-part series on six of Nicolas Cage's wildest performances. The second episode is out right now, a review of Vampire's Kiss, and you can of course check out the first episode on Ghost Rider. That's patreon.com forward slash Pod. Upwards of five US dollars a month will get you two bonus episodes every single month, or you can just sign up to the general support one dollar tier and get the ad-free feed of this show.
0: Imagine a year where I'm a little yellow fish in the deep blue sea Won't well, somebody help me
1: Oh, what year is that, Zach? Now, what's the voice of the sh- What year is that, Zach? <laughs> the year is 2001 One, 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 one welcome to Oldie Butter Goody, the podcast all about movies from 2001. Uh, Talking about them in the order they came out in. This week, oh, we're we're splashing. We're splashing into the sea. Taking a dip. Yeah, we're we're doing the dip. We're dipping our toes in. We're getting a little bit wet this week. A little bit moist. A little bit. Oh, I like that (laughs) word a lot. Moist. Everyone does. We're talking about the Danish animated film, Help I'm a fish, aren't I? Mm. (laughs) Help, I'm a fish. Also known as a fish story. Also known as Finding Nemo. (laughs) I don't know what you mean. My name is Sundro. Your name is Fishy Zack.
0: I'm actually Discount Bruce the Shark from Finding Nemo. Yeah, but you came before Bruce. You came before Bruce. So actually, I say uh, this film has grounds to sue Finding Nemo. For stealing uh, the concept
1: of the ocean. The concept of the ocean, the concept of talking fish. Yeah,
0: talking (laughs) fish. Sandro, can you recall any point where you see a yellow fish in the movie we just watched?
1: No, I can't. No. I don't think there was a yellow fish in Help, I'm a Fish.
0: But the song says, I'm a little yellow fish in a deep blue sea. But there's no yellow fish. I mean... No. Um... No, no. The sisters yellow incorrect. The
1: sisters yellow.
0: Yeah, but they're also a uh, starfish, which isn't even a fish. It's not really a fish. No, it's a it's a it's a sea star.
1: Yeah, the song that I thought was by the band Aqua, and oh. had a l- little laugh about because it sounds like them, but it's not. It's this uh, group of teenagers making music. Um, they're all Danish.
0: Yeah, uh, it's stolen from like Yellow Submarine or something. They've they've been inspired by, but. There's no, there's no yellow fish. I was very disappointed in this movie.
1: I thought it was a pretty good song though. Um, oh, it was a banger, and absolute bang Before it. I say what I think about this movie, what did you think about this movie?
0: Oh, Sandro, oh, Sandro, I can, what? I can tell you. What oh, oh, do you know? What I, do you know? What I think of it. What'd you
1: think? I think it's a little, little fishy. What? <laughs> oh, I hated that. <laughs> I hated that so much. Because it was it was a pun, yeah. Oh no, it was a pun.
0: Just like how this movie was pun ishing Wow,
1: you 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 did not enjoy this. That's interesting. No, no, I had I had fun with this film. That's I had fun with this film. No,
0: I'm pretty sure you hate this film. <laughs> okay, uh, apparently the narrative is I hate this film. That's the, that's um,
1: your character now. Yes, and <laughs> you hate this film.
0: No, oh, I hate fun. I hate animation. I hate. I hated the main character. I
1: can tell you that. What a big piece of shit. He was just Bart Simpson. The main character was just Bart Simpson, or or the kid from Recess. Actually, he's more the kid from Recess as, as a fish. Yeah, yeah. the The problem. The problem is Bart's
0: like likable. Kinda. We were meant to like the main character you know the story tries to paint him out as the good guy here but really i think he's the the, the villain of the entire movie all he does is cause problems for everyone he, he he at no point is he the good guy
1: mm i think he's yeah look i can't defend him but a little yellow fish he he is won't someone please save him that kid um i thought but this movie was a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun with this, and do you mm. know why I had a lot of fun with this, Zach?
0: Why, why? Why? Why?
1: Why? Why? Why is that? Why? Why? Why did you enjoy this, whereas I clearly, as the narrative said, hated it? Because I've seen this movie at least three times before, and I had no idea. No.
0: No! I've seen seen this this? before!
1: I think I got it from the library once, and I watched it a bunch of times, and I thought it was pretty okay, Mm. and it was weirdly nostalgic when I was drinking a porter and watching this movie. Okay, okay, but what age did you see this film? I was five, probably. Five, five. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is
0: before your 12-year-old... Movie critic phase, where you hated everything because it wasn't a cinematic masterpiece. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha.
1: Yeah, so it's before I had taste, but I still think this is a pretty good movie even now. I Well, no, not a good movie. I think this is a good kids movie. Yeah. Because it's dumb, it's got a little bit of darkness for your teenagers and your adults, a couple of things to kind of make you talk, a couple of fun songs, Uh, some good cast members, And also, the animation was really good. I thought it looked good. It was a good-looking film. Yeah! uh,
0: I was a bit thrown off by the intro and the occasional... Because there's, like, a slight different style of animation that they throw at you at first. But otherwise, it was just your basic... This is very, um... Uh, what's it called? Uh, that other movie we did. Brave Toaster. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I was thinking Brave Little Toaster throughout most of this, yeah. It's got some 80s vibes to it as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. I liked Brave Little Toaster more, though.
1: Yeah, there's more substance in Brave Little Toaster. Mm. I feel like this is a mix between Brave Little Toaster and Lady and the Tramp too.
0: Because at least Brave Little Toaster starts off with inanimate objects that are moving. Yeah. So There's no, like, science or anything in that. This is just, this is Toy Story, you know? It's gone full, whatever. Whereas this movie's like, ah, they use the power of science to make a potion mm-hmm. that turns them
1: into fish. Ah, but it's all very aware of global warming, which I liked, actually. I thought that was a nice little touch.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 it had that seat. Yeah, 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 that's right, they're right. The scientist is like, yeah, Hollywood's oh, gonna be fucked in a couple of years, kids anyway let me traumatize you and then sing a song i'm fucking insane
1: we will get into the plot um in a bit There's not like this movie's like an hour and five minutes so there's Mm. not gonna be too much plot here uh but we will get into that in a second oh
0: i think there's a lot of plot i need to go over
1: yeah there are some logic leaps Mm. and bounds that you've kind of got to go through and also i feel like the bad guy is uh gonna be interesting to talk about as well yeah. But, yeah, I, I, you picked this. Surprisingly enough, you picked this, which I find funny.
0: mm, mm. Well, it's a fun little,
1: little animated film. We haven't done an animated
0: film in a while. We're in the big blockbuster season, you know? Let's let's take a break. Let's do a small little, little
1: movie. That's a good point, because the other movies that came out this week, particularly the first one, is definitely a big blockbuster film that uh, we could have mm-hmm. talked about, and... I don't know. I, I feel like I would have disliked it more than you. That is AI, artificial intelligence. Um, Steven Spielberg sci-fi about an android kid who's programmed to love. And the government probably we won him. It's probably just E.T. again, but with a kid this time. Yeah. I've heard terrible things about that movie, so. Oh,
0: look, we've done a lot of sci- We, as sci-fi nerds, Big big sci-fi fans, big fantasy fans, we're like we do a lot of that sort of stuff because yeah. that's what we enjoy. I thought it was time for a little break. Little break do a little bit of animated film, bit different. Switch.
1: And I don't regret that. Switch up on nose fish. No switch on the fish. Switch on your nose. Switch on the fish. What? Are you having a stroke? Swishy fi- you also had the options Baby Boy, Future Fast and Furious and Michael Morbius star Tyrese Gibson is a bike mechanic who grows up and learns lessons in the hood of LA with Snoop Dogg. Uh, probably bad. Crazy Beautiful, two people are in love but love is holding them back from success so they break up. Uh, pretty classic sort of rom drama there. The Crimson Rivers, psychological thriller about people investigating grisly murders in a uni. In the French Alps.
0: I was enticed by the bears, but, you know.
1: Because it's grizzly. Because it's it's grizzly
0: murders. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's a good joke. Speaking of bears, Pootie Tang uh, was your final option. Based off the character from the Chris Rock show, it's just like a parody of seventies black exploitation action films. Mm. But like two thousand one comedies, man, I want to break. <laughs> yeah, th- I'm I'm fully sick of them. Look,
0: <laughs> I've tried, but you are too horny and too farty, too yep. gassy, and I'm just I'm
1: done with you for the moment gaseous yes <laughs> that's not a gaseous <laughs> is surely a word gaseous is but gaseous is definitely not uh, that's an act I'd of say violence that it sounds pretty gashy to me although I don't know if if, if, uh, if Chris Rock ever gets his bloody hands on Will Smith again it might be a gaseous uh, that's a modern day reference <laughs> Just to yeah, date this yeah, podcast, yeah. it was.
0: It's, it's, it's a dated reference now, Sandro. The memes are stale. Yeah.
1: Oh my God. All right. Help I'm a <laughs> Fish is also known as a fishtail in Denmark.
0: Help! I'm a fish. Won't somebody get me away from Sandro <laughs> and his dated references?
1: This is a Danish movie. The Danish version came out in October of the year 2000, but we are, of course, reviewing the American dub, the American version uh, with all yes. new American dialogue, all new American songs. Probably everything's Americanized. Uh. Uh, it was released June 29th in 2001. It's directed by three guys. Wow. They're all known for different things. Oh, yeah?
0: Who, who are these individuals?
1: Oh, I'm going to butcher their names. <laughs> Stefan Fieldmark uh, directed Asterix and the Vikings.
0: Hey, Asterix. Mm. Uh, Asterix and the Vikings?
1: Yeah, Asterix and Oblix versus the Vikings. I remember reading that book, but I have not seen the movie.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I love Asterix and Obelix And Dogmatics.
1: Dogmatics. Most comics, I wonder if they hold up. I feel like they would.
0: Oh, they do. They do.
1: It's just like they're from the era of Tintin. Like, I used to read Tintin and Asterix a lot. Tintin went back to that fucking racist as shit. <laughs> oh, so- <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: I'm remembering things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think um, Asterix and Obelix is pretty good because it's mostly white people beating up white people.
1: Yeah, it's them versus... Yeah, it's the Gauls versus the Romans. Uh, yeah, Romans. The Romans.
0: And the Romans are all, of course, toga wearing yeah. white guys, and then they get the snot beaten out of them. It's great.
1: Anyway, he's one of the directors. There's also Greg Manwaring, who worked in the animation <laughs> department of The Lion King, Pocahontas, and The Iron Giant.
0: Wow, but what is he wearing, Sandro?
1: What is that man wearing? Greg <laughs> Manwaring never. Heard of
0: her.
1: Boo. Boo. Greg Man wearing the
0: weight of that stupid joke. That's for that sure. That was
1: a pretty... I, I apologise to you, Greg Man. Wait, you worked on the recent Doolittle? I do not apologise. Fuck you. Oh, he takes it back. Well, he's worked on some good stuff. I forgive him. But I yeah. forgive him for Iron Giant and Little. I didn't, League, I didn't yeah. see that Doolittle. That's the one with Robbie Downey Jr., right? Yeah, it's the worst film I think I saw last year next to Tom and Jerry. <laughs> Oof. Oh, and Tom and Jerry was bad. It was awful. Oh, dear. And then the third director is actually uncredited, but it's Michael Donovan, who's a voice actor in heaps of stuff, including like every Star Wars film, I think. <gasps> every Disney Star Wars film, at least. I think ah. he's the director for the American voice actors. Right. So right, he directed right. the That's American right. cast. Speaking of the American cast. That's the version of the movie we watched, because the Danish version is not available anywhere. Um, and the English cast is actually kind of impressive. So you've got Jeff Pace as our main character, Fly, and Michelle Westerson as Stella, the starfish. They're oh, both great So what do, you, what do you mean, the starfish? The little sister, you
0: mean? The sister? Well, she's a, she's a starfish. For what cause her name's Stella. Yeah, we'll flies the majority of fish. Why didn't you introduce him as a fucking stupid fish then?
1: because oh, he keeps gonna... his hat underwater, he's not a real fish. Stella at least has Oh, oh hair. That was Hang one on. of the
0: points I had. Good thing this potion affects your physical clothes <laughs> as well.
1: <laughs> Just your hats. Nothing like no clothes. Just like hats. Well, oh, and glasses. And glasses. Any accessories on your head? So anyway, those two haven't done anything really outside of this. But the jellyfish, Plum, the nerd, is played by Aaron Paul from Breaking Bad. He's the guy that keeps saying the word bitch in that TV show. He's, he's in this. And he's pretty bitchin'. My real
0: main character, I'd say... Is the nerd. He's this is pretty solid. It is very
1: much just nerd stereotype. Ha ha ha. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> uh huh? Uh, there was no dribbling in the ocean, I didn't think he was a nerd. All nerds dribble, and this nerd was not.
0: He could have been dribbling the whole time in the ocean, mm, you could have tell. That's fucking joke. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, so far all your jokes have been very blatant, so I wasn't expecting a subtle one. <laughs>
1: uh, there's also Monty Python member Terry Jones in this as Professor H.O. McCrill.
0: Ah, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. He was good. I liked I liked the professor. Although a complete nut job needs to be in an asylum.
1: Yes. Very scary man hanging around with kids that sneak into his lab. Uh very scary yeah. human being. Is now friends with their parents though. Oh, so I guess it's fine, but he should be on a list somewhere. Yeah, but not for the reasons you're trying to imply. No, just for child endangerment, really, yeah. Well, yes,
0: yes, that's that's what he's in for, child yeah. endangerment, people endangerment. It's endangerment to everyone.
1: Lots of danger. Yeah. It's, it's funny that that's a Monty Python guy. And also Terry Jones, like, directs arthouse films. It's weird that he was in this. David Bateson, the voice of Agent 47 in all the Hitman games. He's the shark, and he's the crab. Oh, yeah. hey, oh he, he voiced both of them. Yeah, oh, yeah, there yeah. You, go. I, you could not pick it from the shark voice, because he's doing an Australian accent. Oh, yeah, mate. Oh, my shark, well, It's mate. pretty funny. And then finally, of course, the big one to mention... The late and great Snape himself, Alan Rickman, is the evil fish Joe.
0: No, no, I don't believe you.
1: No way. At this point, he was known for uh, Die Hard.
0: Wait, at this point, he was known for Die Hard. Yeah,
1: he's popular. At this
0: point, he was just about to be Snape, and he got this role. I don't feel. I feel like he could have aimed for something a bit bigger than this film. You know what I mean?
1: I think a lot of actors like to do kids' animated stuff because it means that their kids can watch... That's true. ...the things that they do. Granted, I don't think he has any kids, so... No,
0: but, like, kids kids in general. Like, Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why, um that's why what's in my face did Street Fighter the villain from Street Fighter what was his name Actually,
1: oh, I, I've wiped I've wiped that movie from my mind the Adams family mr. Adam oh yeah oh because he died right after making that as well yeah I think. he
0: died right after making that but yeah. apparently he did that solely so that his kids had something to watch like he made it for them and it is one of his best roles unfortunately in a complete trash dumpster fire of a movie. Wow, hang on. You're
1: admitting that Street Fighter was bad? Go back to our episode on Street Fighter. You defended that movie to the absolute death and now you're saying it's bad. What is this whiplash that I'm experiencing right now? Because, because he makes up for it being garbage so much that it's
0: good, like... He carries the dumpster fire of the rest of the film on his back to make it a good
1: film. Yeah, Alan Rickman made this right after Galaxy Quest. That's so weird that he went from that to this.
0: Yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying yeah, it's just like he's he's all over the place, but fantastic.
1: He's great good in stuff. this. He is funny. He he yeah, he has a song. It's marvellous. Um, there's no critic cool. score for this on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, I think one critic reviewed it positively, so 100% technically, but... Ah, oh, perfect. You know, The audience score is uh, 47%, 6 out of 10 on IMDb as well. I had a look through the letterbox reviews. Most people are just like... I'm surprised that I remember this movie when I was a kid.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of those films where you like you see something
1: of it and go, Oh yeah, I watched that as a kid. Yeah. You picked it up at like a blockbusters or something. Yeah,
0: yeah. It was it was in the bargain bin at a uh reject shop, you know? And so you picked it up for like two fifty and watched it like twelve times and then it's just been lost in the D and D case, probably thrown out the the DVD's a bit scratched everywhere, so you can't watch it anymore.
1: But you're like, oh, oh, damn. This is a movie I watched. And look, as someone who watched this at least twice when I was younger, it holds up kinda. It's still a lot of fun. Yeah. Just just be intoxicated.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think that's what I was really missing for this movie. I needed a, a bit more oomph mm. in my system. Because um, I, was, I was a bit more sober I maybe had a beer, but you know
1: See, I think I watched this, my housemate and I Have been watching the Halo TV show recently And I've been getting absolutely bloody slosh watching that Because it's fucking awful oh, oh,
0: yeah, yeah, no, it's
1: not a Halo One, it's, it's just not. a show It would be fine if the main character wasn't Master Chief
0: Yeah, yeah, or fine if they literally Didn't admit that they don't like The games, don't give a shit about Them, didn't mm. read any of it and
1: aren't going to. Are uh, never going to do it. Yeah, they uh, they, they, they butchered it. Um, oh, Cortana's pretty good, actually. The reasoning why Cortana's in it is terrible, but the characterization of Cortana okay. is actually pretty good and the only good thing about that TV show.
0: Because it's like, you, you, you're you literally admitting that you're ignoring the source material. Yeah. Which is the whole point why anything is made like this is because people like the source material. Like, imagine if uh, uh, imagine if I don't know, they got like the
1: Hobbit or something. Yeah. And then completely changed it up and just added tons of bullshit. I cannot imagine them ever doing that. That sounds crazy. People would hate that. What if we adapted a comic book that everyone hates called Morbius? <laughs> I do and- that.
0: Uh, No one hates the comic. No one hates the comics. Just No No one hates it because no one's
1: read it. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, that's all to say. I watched a couple episodes of Halo uh, with a drink in hand and then continued to watch this with another drink in hand. And they were both about 10%.
0: Right, right. Okay, I see how this has gone. You're running on nostalgia and the fact that you
1: watched the Halo show before you watched this. This week has been rough, man. I watched Halo and I watched Jurassic World Dominion and they're both fucking terrible.
0: Yeah, so this would be infinitely better than those two, for sure. So your view is super skewed. It's very
1: skewed. It's been a rough week. Anyway, this movie uh, cost approximately $18 million in US dollary dues. That's $101 million in Danish monies. That's a lot, but I guess it is an animated film, so they're a bit
0: expensive, especially back then.
1: But anyway, I don't know how much this mo- this movie made in America, but do you want to guess how much this movie made in Denmark? Oh! oh. In US dollary-doos as well. In US dollary dues, but in Denmark, how much
0: did it make? I'm going to give it a solid... Is it just in Denmark, though? Not like Europe? I only have Denmark numbers. <laughs> so it's not like Europe or anything. It's just Denmark. I'm going to say...
1: I'm going to say big success, $150. 150000000 million? No, $1,000. Got them. This made $5.6 million in Denmark. Five. 5- 0.6 oh which is good actually probably for such a small country
0: yes okay yeah 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 but like presumably it was distributed
1: elsewhere like america i mean yeah it came to america and other places as well so we have no idea if this was a success or not i mean i had seen it as a five year old i think it's a success it's probably a success some yeah. five-year-old kid in australia somehow found this
0: yeah <laughs> this movie. Yeah, yeah that's fair that's fair so we're just going to presume this was a financial success. Got it.
1: Should I try and pronounce the Danish name for this movie?
0: Yes, go for it. Hjelp! Jig fisk! That's how it's spelled. I guess. Ah, oh, fantastic! Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure that was 100 percent accurate. You actually nailed that, Jen Erin Fisk.
1: Wait, that's German. Did you
0: did you did you get someone else in to do the translations? Did you get a professional?
1: Yes, that was German Germany. <laughs> ah, German Germany from Germany, I presume. No, I'm from Russia. <laughs> That one.
0: Oh, 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 your accent is very different from the voice you just did before. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for coming on, sir, and doing a perfect translation because that was incredible. Oh
1: no, he's being deported. Oh no, <laughs> I see a German, Germany. Oh, oh my god, why did he get deported? Because he's from Russia. Oh right. <laughs> Sorry,
0: Russians. <laughs> They're a little busy at the moment. I'm sure that's fine.
1: Hello, music fans. Gordon Lightfoot is one of the greatest folk rock artists of all time, and now there's a podcast celebrating and discussing his work song by song. It's called Carefree Highway Revisited, and every episode, your host, that's me, Mike Messner, will examine one of Gordon's songs with the help of a special guest. So, if that's your cup of tea, give us a listen and give us a follow wherever you get your listening matter. That's Carefree Highway Revisited, a proud member of the that. That's Not Canon Podcast Network. Anyway, enough of this bloody poppycock. Let's bloody get another synopsis of... Um, fish <laughs> yeah. help me in the sea. <laughs> yeah, bruv. I'm drowning. You're drowning? Yeah, because you're in the sea, you fucking idiots. I like that the font... Like, we've kind of not really talked about the font much for 20- 2001, because every mm. movie is doing very boring font. But this one yeah. has Help, I'm a Fish, in the shape of a shape fish. Shape of a fish,
0: yeah. and this It's pretty good. A uh, little little sort of blue stretched font to make the fish shape. I was like, oh, that's, that's pretty cute. Yeah. And the opening, oh, the opening gave me chills. I was like, is this what the movie's going to be like? Because this is awesome.
1: Yeah, it was like... I'm a yellow fish in the deep blue sea.
0: And it had this, like, serene sort of music playing, and you just sort of drifted through the ocean. Um, it did terrify me. Subnautica has permanently, like, scarred me with a fear of water now. The video game Subnautica? The video game Subnautica, yeah. Yes. I have a permanent fear of the ocean now. So that that, like, the whale sounds played... And we drifting through this dark expanse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh shit, if the, this is serene, but also if the movie's going to be like this, I'm going to be absolutely terrified. <laughs> the ocean's a scary place. The ocean's yeah, a scary is place. Yeah, it's terrifying. It's full of sharks and their teeth minions that will eat you.
1: The scariest thing about the opening for me was the giant CGI shark. Mm. All the large anim- like all the large fish in this movie, are 3D animation, and all the rest is 2D. I liked the CGI. You I did. I thought it was like,
0: okay. yeah, I thought it was. Uh- At least for the era, you know, it was impressive enough. For 2001, it was all right. That's true. That's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, And it was the, yeah, big, big CGI things. And I was like, oh, is this going to be the movie? I'm pretty excited for it. And then, bam, we're back into regular animated movie where the kid, kid, little what the fuck is his name? Um, Fly. Fly. Mick Fly is chilling in his chilling in his bedroom and then they get a knock on the door and he comes flying out <laughs> barreling down the hallway
1: <laughs> like a bat out of hell and slams into his aunt mm, his aunt's a real big lady she's mean mm. she's a mean machine and she's got uh fly's cousin who's a big old nerd
0: But it's funny, because both the aunt and Fly are the real villains of this movie.
1: It's true! They are indeed, and the sister is just kind of along for the ride. She's also there. Yeah, yeah, she's cute. She's great. Yeah, the nerd is doing nerdy things on the computer, and we get something that I'm so glad has been committed to cinema. I'm so glad that there's an animated movie out there with decent animation that's got an animated floppy disk.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 that's funny that's right i forgot about that yeah 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 because yeah. there's this whole thing so the nerd is uh, calculating the length of a dna molecule because <laughs> i'm a nerd mm. and uh, it's funny because mcfly he's not really a nerd but he is interested in computers which i think is a very modern take for this movie right because computers
1: weren't really a um I mean, a big, they were like, a thing, but writers didn't know how to write stuff about computers. Still, like, most kids back then wouldn't be
0: so interested in computers themselves, right?
1: I mean, maybe, but there are stories of, you know, the computer wizards of the late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah,
0: yeah, look, yeah, but they were more obscure, right? You know, I'm saying it wasn't really the thing. Like, nowadays, every kid has an iPad... And a phone and a laptop and a home computer. Like back then back then the most they probably had was like dad's work computer, alright, which they could play Pong and and Hearts and that and the pinball game on Windows. And so that's that's the most we got it. So the fact that this kid is so interested in the guy's laptop Bit, bit interesting. That's all. Yeah. That's all I was going to say. Anyway, he steals the his cousin's laptop where he says he's doing important things on it. Yes. And then the nerd says specifically, "Do not press escape." And so Fly, being the giant fucking piece
1: of shit he is, immediately hits escape. Nah, look, as a fellow Chad, as oh, a sorry. fellow Jockey McJockerton, uh huh, I think that Fly is doing good because. That nerd could have grown up to be another Mark Zuckerberg. Could have grown up to be another Elon Musk. Mm. And I, I, I just... We don't need more of them. No. Instead, he's
0: going to grow up to be a crypto bro. <laughs> oh, no. It's even worse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You see what the damage he's done now? Oh, he no. fails at science and other things, so he just gets into crypto, hoping for the best.
1: He just takes random fish out of the ocean, takes a picture of them, and sells them as an NFT. Yeah. Disgusting. Anyway, uh, the parents are out, and the aunt's gone to sleep. Yeah, she, she's supposed to to be babysitting but she's a shitty babysitter doesn't babysit. No, and, she's quite uh, bad. And all the kids just leave. They just leave, they go fishing because it's 2001 kids love to fish. Or at
0: least Fly does because the nerd kid doesn't want to. But he's he's literally blackmailed. Yes. Into it because not only did Fly delete the current work he was doing on his computer, he steals The most recent save file, which is on the floppy disk. On the floppy disk. And threatens to
1: literally bite it. Yeah. Like, smash it in his jaws. I feel like just throw it in the ocean would have been a good enough thing. But no, he's like, I will bite this floppy disk. (laughs)
0: Yeah, yeah. Like some sort of caveman Neanderthal. (laughs) He's gonna chomp down on it. Ooh, technology bad. Nom, nom, nom. Nom, nom, nom. He's a real
1: boomer actually Fly. Yeah, yeah. He's a big old boomer. Maybe that's
0: why I hate him so much is because Fly is just a boomer. He's just a boomer kid. So they go...
1: Uh, fishing, uh, the nerd's not happy about it, but he goes along with it. I wonder why he's unhappy about it. Maybe it's because he can't swim! Oh, yeah, he can't swim. Also important, a big, yeah. a big important part of the movie, he can't swim.
0: But you know what Fly does? He coerces him. He blackmails him into abandoning, uh,
1: land, the safety of land onto a sheer rock face. Yes, I like that they go fishing not on a beach, no. but on a rock. Yeah. Where you've got to cross... Small rocks to get to the big rock that you go fishing on. Yeah, nothing could. I have once seen uh-huh. people fishing on a rock that you've got to cross smaller rocks to get to, and I've pointed and I've gone, "Ha ha, you fools! You will get stuck there when the tide ca- comes in." And then the tide came in, and they were stuck there. I'm, I'm, I'm imagining you're five at this point after seeing this movie.
0: Mm. <laughs> ha ha, you fools! I have watched the great movie. A I'm a fish. fish. Won't someone help me? And I know for a fact that you get stuck there.
1: Well, they did get stuck. Yeah, they did get stuck. This movie helped me as a child not make dumb decisions. This is a good kids' film. Good little lessons and stuff, Mm, I think.
0: Like, don't steal your cousin's floppy disk. Oh, no,
1: I still did that all the time. (laughs) Oh, you bastard. (laughs) Before the tide comes in and they're stranded on a rock, though, they do fish out a tiny seahorse that's really cute and makes human noises, which is very odd, don't question it. Yeah! Uh, But they're like, we've got to throw this fishy back into the ocean. And it's very heartbreaking with the little
0: girl, because she's like, I don't understand... Death. I don't hmm. understand the concept of life and death and ownership and thing. I just think the seahorse is cute. I want to keep him. Uh, but no, they've got to throw it back. They've got to throw it back. I, I wouldn't say that. They've got to to release him back into the ocean. Is what I'd say. Well,
1: yeah, they're re- yeah, uh, 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 <laughs> fine. Nah. And then the tide comes in and they're stuck. They're stuck. And then the tide starts to take over the rock that they're on. And they're like, oh my goodness, we're going to drown. And the nerd's like, "Um, I can't swim. Help me. I'm a kid who can't swim is the other title for this movie. He he should not have gone onto those rocks. No. Like
0: one slip on those rocks towards the thing and that kid bangs his head and drowns. Yeah,
1: it's pretty bad.
0: Yeah, like the multiple
1: times these kids should have died. But thankfully, the rock that they are on is not just a rock, it is a Scooby Doo rock. Yeah, yeah, it has a secret entrance. In the worst spot possible. Just in the middle of the cliff that the rock's against. Yeah, because, as we see, when the tide comes in, it floods the tunnel. It would, yes, it floods the tunnel. Doesn't, why did the mad scientist put it there? Because he's an idiot. Yes. That's why. So yeah, they get washed into the tunnel. And in the tunnel, uh, there's a pirate ship just kind of there, because it kind of leads to the mouth of a cave, and then it's this yeah. pirate ship in the cave. They've got to kind of cross the docks and get onto the cave. They see inside the cave, it's full of science things. Mm, yes. Science fish things, weird experiments, like a mouse eating cheese, except it's also a fish.
0: Whoa. Whoa. No wonder this scientist is hiding him. He's doing illegal genetic work.
1: I know it's. I yeah, it's impressive. Is it, if it wasn't against the law. He's got heaps of piranhas as well. Why? Don't know. For jump scares. We get jump scares with the piranhas a bunch. What? Yeah. Oh yeah. I forgot. We got a
0: jump scare there. There's a good. There's a good quote here. They say, "Hey, that's a good looking fish." <laughs> I'm not paraphrasing at all. That's what they say. They say. Hey, that's a good looking fish. As he grabs one of these random fish as a bit of foreshadowing for later.
1: Yeah, he gets a fish, the orange fish that he then turns into uh, and also comes back at the end of the film in a fake out. Um, yeah. That was funny. Already knowing what he looked like as a fish, I was like, ha ha ha. Yeah. That is a good joke. Also, on Letterboxd, a lot of the reviews for this movie say that they found that fish attractive, which is weird. And I don't know what? why you would admit that in the reviews for this movie.
0: Hmm. Well, it is a good looking fish. So there's like a fake, like, evil scientist thing where he's in the shadows so you can't tell what he looks like, and it's like, oh, he looks evil. But then he comes into the light and he's mm. all goofy looking. Hello, I'm, I'm Adam Sandler. <laughs> well
1: oh. oh, no. That would be a different version of this movie. <laughs> yeah, no, I would have hated that way more. And so he sings a song about global warming and the ice caps mm. melting. So in order to mm. to save that, because it's, it's inevitable, right? The, the entire yep. globe is going to drown. So he's he's made a potion that turns you into a fish. Yep. And he sings a song about the ingredients, which is actually kind of catchy. The songs in this movie are pretty good. I say they're all
0: bangers all slam dunkarinos. it the problem with the movie is its transitions into them are a little clunky
1: <laughs> they're, they're almost as awkward as like the toaster transitions into songs
0: yeah yeah they're, they're very like and now we will
1: sing a song <laughs> Yeah. And then they get into it. But once they get into it, it's like, oh, yeah, I'm digging it. There's a moment in the song where he's talking about how he needs fish eggs. And we see this fish just getting crushed and eggs pouring out.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. It's a little it's a little brutal. Yeah.
1: This movie does a lot of brutal
0: things and I'm all aboard.
1: I'm on board with the brutalness for sure. There's an yeah. antidote as well. Very important antidote. If you take the potion, you will become a fish forever after like 2 days, but there's an antidote that you can have important stuff.
0: And you know why, Sandra? Why? Because the little girl, the whole time they've been here is like, "Oh man, I'm so th- Thirsty. She keeps talking about it. Man, I that. can really have a
1: drink. I really want a bloody VB, mate. <laughs> yeah, I could use a VB, mate. Australian beer, Victoria Bitters. Give me one, please. Yeah, and then she finds the potion and it's like, oh, yeah, this is a VB, mate. She's like, bra, I'm going to eat this Eche VB.
0: bra. And we're like, no, you're too young to have BB. Don't drink
1: it. (laughs) But she does. She downs it. She skulls it. She's like, glug, glug, glug. (laughs) Yes.
0: she she smashes it down like a true Australian bloke.
1: And uh, we get a really trippy transformation sequence. So she's like, she just fucking trips out, man. (laughs)
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's she's now a starfish, but none of them saw it because they're
1: one terrible brother. Yes. He doesn't care.
0: Yeah. Oh. Oh my God. Just he doesn't give a shit till later on. He's just, like ignoring where she is. They've lost her. Um, he. He doesn't give a shit. The the mad scientist, super negligent. He has all this dangerous
1: equipment around. Honestly, these are probably not the first kids to go missing in his area.
0: Oh yeah, I bet. I bet. Oh, absolutely. I'd, I'd say a majority of the fish in those tanks are probably kids. Probably. I... <laughs> and he, the reason he's so excited that he figured out the potion is so he also figured out the antidote so he can turn yeah. them back. Oh, no, he can't because it's past 48 hours.
1: Yeah, it's past 48 hours. He can't turn them into the kids again. Mm. Maybe he just came up with the antidote just recently and hasn't really had a chance to test it out. But anyway, Fly sees the starfish on the ground and is like, well, I'm going to throw that back in the ocean so that the starfish doesn't. Uh, suffocate.
0: Yeah, but, like, what if it belongs in a tank? What if this is the scientist's starfish?
1: Well, Fly hates adults, so I think he's trying to go against the scientist. Yeah, Um, but what if
0: it's his little sister turned into a fish and he's literally dooming her to an eternal hell of being in the ocean?
1: There's nothing pointing towards the starfish being his sister. It's not like his sister is called something that works with a star, so therefore she would turn into a starfish. That's not it. It's not. It's not like uh, the starfish has his sister's hair or his sister's hair tie. Yeah, that's a bit weird. Wouldn't you? Uh, wouldn't you have taken a, a
0: second look at that? I mean, to be fair, that bit's just so we know it's her. But yeah, still.
1: Anyway, he throws her into the ocean, and then the scientist realizes that that was uh, the sister because he finds a videotape that was for some reason on and caught her transformation. So quick cut. They're in the ocean. They're searching. They've been searching for ages, and we get the incredible line, if we can't see her, we join her. Makes sense. Checks out. No. No. (laughs) No. That's going to end up with two more dead kids. Fly drinks some of the potion, uh, jumps down into the ocean, is a fish now. The nerd drowns. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> wow, this is fucking dark. <laughs> it's like Holy it's like a sh-
1: storm, and uh, the nerd's yeah. like, "I'm gonna die."
0: <laughs> yeah, if I I'm literally now at the point where I have to drink this potion or I will die.
1: Well, I will die. So we drink some of the potion. Yeah. I, as a kid, remember this storm sequence being really tense and frightening, though. Like it is a pretty. Hmm intense storm sequence. Um, oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah.
0: But also, how does the potion know what clothes to affect and what clothes not to?
1: I think uh uh uh, uh Okay, Sandra, does-
0: Sandra, I need I need you to stop right here
1: because the answer is magic. Oh, it's magic. That's just magic
0: because the scientist is actually a warlock.
1: Oh, it, it is Terry Jones, and he likes to play warlocks.
0: Yes, exactly. That's exactly where I was going. So he's actually an evil warlock, um, which intends to take over the ocean. Ooh. Just like the villain of our our movie, um, and uh, his evil personality and plan gets passed on to the fish. Ooh. And he should be arrested, honestly. The first time the parents meet him... After they they discover their kids have gone missing and yeah. then find the scientist lair and then find the scientist, they should have the police with them
1: and they should arrest him. Oh well, because it is, you know, it's set in Denmark. Uh what else is from Denmark? Vikings kind of. Mm. This is old Viking Norse magic. Ooh, yes, old Norse magic. Oh, he's Loki. He's, he's sure. The, the, the old man is Loki. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Well, how else is he turning people into things? Loki turned into shit all the time. turned
1: into an alligator in that one TV show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, no, that alligator was just Loki. Never mind.
0: Yeah. (laughs) But still, it counts. That's because in the Loki show, that alligator was once a real Loki, but he he drank a potion, turned himself into an alligator, and then didn't drink the antidote for 48 hours. That
1: checks checks out. Uh, So, yeah, all the kids are now fish. We cut to another random fish... Uh, And a shark. This fish cleans the shark's teeth. It's one of those symbiotic Mm. relationships that happen in the ocean all the time. Yeah. Uh, They are just swimming along, minding their own business, when the antidote... Falls out of the scientist's uh, ship. He gets like marooned, has to Mm. hold into uh, like a shipwreck that's above the water so he can kind of have like take like safe haven there. And the the antidote falls to the bottom of the ocean. The fish and the shark they drink some of the antidote and it turns them into Pinky and the brain.
0: Yeah! But fish! But fish. And Pinky is a shark. A big shark. Pinky is the shark and Brain is the... Yeah. And Brain is a uh, very creepy fish. And
1: I like this because immediately these fish gain consciousness. Yes. These fish are now self-aware. And instantly the smart fish is like, All right, I'm going to take over the ocean and start like enslaving other fish. And I'm just going to do the worst thing. I like that idea that giving these fish intelligence instantly terms them evil. Yeah, but not only that, the fish wants,
0: like, fame and fortune. Yeah, He wants to rule. Like, how does he even know what
1: these concepts are? See, I think it's just such an ingrained part of having self-awareness is hmm. wanting to rule and be popular. So I think that's a really yeah, good idea. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a great theory. My yeah. theory is... He's got a
0: part of Loki in his system now, and of (laughs) course it's well known that Loki wants fame and fortune. He wants to rule. That's his whole thing, right? He wants to be king.
1: Uh, Technically, the A to B of your theory works.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I'm just saying. It checks out, because why else would this fish suddenly want, you know, to rule over the ocean? Yeah. It's because he's infected
1: with the brain power of Loki, The powers of Loki. Uh, So he begins to turn other fish sentient. But, like, just sentient enough, apparently based on how much of the antidote you take, uh, the more intelligent slash human you become. Which makes sense. Except,
0: here's, here's where I have a little problem. Why can normal fish be turned into humans, whereas regular humans that have been turned into fish after 48 hours can't?
1: Uh the scientist doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs>
0: oh, right. That is
1: my answer.
0: Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense, but also also it's Loki, he's a lying bastard.
1: Yeah. It I is Loki. think
0: they have all the time in the world. Do
1: you think there isn't a forty-eight hour thing? Okay. No, there
0: isn't a forty-eight hour and he's just like lying. It's just a trick. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure they went way over time near the end there.
1: So, Stella comes across that seahorse from earlier. They become friends. And I kind of liked this because she's a starfish. Uh, starfish aren't really known for swimming. No, not at all. So, she has to ride around on a seahorse.
0: Yeah, because she, uh, she tries, like, waddling around, but she's very slow. But then, get the seahorse friend, and then boom. And that seahorse is so
1: cute. It's such a cute seahorse. It's it's very cute. But why does it make noises? Because it's the sea dog. Technically, it's the dog of the sea. You know, that's what they say about seahorses. <laughs> the dogs <laughs> of the sea. Thinking of seals.
0: <laughs> Different S.
1: Yeah. Um. This is a kids' film. Stop asking questions. Oh,
0: uh, actually, whoa, never mind. Whoa. You're saying just because it's a kids' film, I can't criticize it? It immediately becomes okay for it to be bad.
1: You can because I'm immediately going to criticise something in this movie that I found (laughs) to be really weird. (laughs)
0: Fair enough, fair enough. Go
1: ahead. So, all the kids reunite. They're going to get the antidote. They go to the bus stop. The fish bus stop. Yeah. Where you ride away all to your destination.
0: Whoa, 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 whoa. What?
1: Yes. A bus stop? A bus stop. Now,
0: okay, I get it. So, 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 before you can criticize it, I'm going to interject with my criticism. What is the time frame here? How long did it take for the fish empire to pop up?
1: Yes, because all the fish at the bus stop are self-aware.
0: Yes. So they must have had a whiff of the potion. Yes. And there was enough time for them to set up a bus system and a society of some sort where they go to it. So is this like a a, a, a day later? Is this what we're saying? It's meant to be a few hours later, I think. A few hours. Yeah, that's what the movie says. But I'm thinking, I'm thinking that's, that's fucking impossible. There's no way he got this society set up this fast. I'm saying this has got to be at least a day. Because, like, they turn into fish, right? But maybe they get, like, knocked out or something. I don't know. The the, the time frame just doesn't work out.
1: I would say that, like, the antidote is water. And then going into the water, it just kind of turned other fish sentient because it is water but that doesn't check out because they mentioned joe the bad fish they name drop yeah him. they they
0: actively know joe yeah. so those ones at least had to have been um
1: turned specifically by met
0: yeah yeah um and they know how the bus works and they want to go that there. like there's a lot of society set up i'm just saying he did a really fucking fast job he did setting this up because there's like a a, a a metropolis. Oh, he's got he's got bloody billboards, mate. Yeah. Oh, or oh, actually actually, you know what? I cancel that because it's probably the bus ride that takes so long. I think it was a small operation. Yeah. But by the time they get there in the bus, it's a metropolis. Okay, what was your criticism? (laughs) My
1: criticism is, to get on the bus, they need to pay... Oh, no. This is the fucking worst thing. To get on the bus, they need to pay... What do they pay? Five stones and two clams... Clams mm. are sentient fish.
0: Uh, no, not if you don't give them a whiff, right?
1: But they're still fit. I mean, we see later on that the seahorses never become sentient, but they're used as slaves to build his empire. Yeah. So clams are living and they are using living things as currency for bus trips. Yeah,
0: it's like trading it's like trading chickens. I mean, yes. Or
1: goats. Yes, but we don't do that anymore. Yeah,
0: but that's a very early society, Sandra. Think about it.
1: Uh, but they've got buildings it's- and billboards. That it's not super early. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Again, this is after the bus gets there. So I'm saying the the mechanization of the city the technology is increasing
1: exponentially. By the time the bus arrives, they've already like outgrown using clams. Yeah, kind of yeah. so that what, what I'm saying? saying is it
0: starts out as, as like, a small country town, right? Yeah, yeah. Where they set up like a little bus system, this sort of thing. And by the time the bus does one loop, they've gone through centuries of technological innovation.
1: That's true, that's true. Also, when they're riding the whale bus, the windows are the gills. Yes. That doesn't seem right. You don't stick your head out of a whale's gill. No, but there are parasitic fish that live in fish gills. Well, yeah, but they're a lot bigger than parasitic fish, though. These are full-sized fishies. Oh,
0: yeah, they're absolutely damaging the heck out of this guy's lungs. Like, they're playing around in there, like, whatever. Like, this fish is in pain but it's not given enough sentient juice to talk so to speak. <laughs> True. I, I have no mouth and therefore cannot scream.
1: Uh, so they go to a sunken submarine, which is where Joe's made his lair. He has an evil villain song, which is great. The lyrics are great. He's like, King of the Cod, Lord of the Krill, Prince of the Whales, it's time to turn the tide. Pretty cool, pretty cool. It's really good, it's really good. Mm. He's also got an office, which I love. Yeah. Like, he's just fully decked out. This guy is decked out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's doing well for himself. Fly interrupts his song to try and take the antidote off of him, and so they get arrested, obviously, because why yeah. would you do that, you idiot, Fly? And they're locked in a birdcage for the evening.
0: Yes, yes. So then the kids uh, mess with the crab that's guarding their cell, because he's dumb. But he's not dumb enough to let them go. He's just dumb enough to cut the key that they need in half. Yes. But then the seahorse that we know, our seahorse friend, is being enslaved to build a giant statue.
1: Yes escapes escapes the slavery crabs because the crabs are the slave masters with the whips
0: yes but crabs can't swim so well so he just swims away and then he uh he uh grabs half the key which the crab chases him for yes and chases them into the 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 birdcage cell by breaking open the cell and then they escape
1: yeah exactly they then escape uh, but they immediately also then run into joe again as well yes uh, they manage to trick him like they tricked the crab into grabbing him or something um there's some weird stuff in there where like joe is like how dare you grab me to stop them Crab, you're bad. Shark, eat crab. Shark then eats the crab. Then he's like, Shark, fall on your sword.
0: Mm, yeah, they're like, you both you both, are uh, under execution. You're both going to be executed. Shark, eat the crab. And then Shark, eat yourself.
1: Then Shark, eat yourself. And then he's like, no, actually, in... A society as uh, high functioning as ours, no one falls on their sword, and I'm like,
0: ah, okay, uh, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's because the shark's like, I'm not gonna do that. In fact, you're making me mad. I'm gonna eat you instead. And then he's like, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. We live in a high society, actually. No one should fall on their sword. You know, sort of thing. Which
1: is wild. Uh, then we cut back to all the kids. They're out uh, collecting the-, the ingredients for the antidote because the-, the song earlier included the ingredients. So they're just going around yes. getting them. This song is wild cuz there's a rap verse in it. Yep. 2001 kids bop rap. My goodness, I didn't know I needed this in my life. I certainly didn't. It's a fun um. song. It's a very fun <laughs> song. I enjoyed it a lot actually.
0: It was good. Um but then they argue like where the fuck are they going to find an octopus because it's their last thing. Even though this whole time it's like a 5 minute scene where they're arguing about this octopus. While clearly in the background of this animated film, they've got the legs and arms of an octopus. <laughs> yeah, The movie didn't even try to explain how they found this random octopus. It was just like, there is one while they're arguing about trying to find an octopus
1: yep. and make it ink. Uh, there's a pretty funny line from the sister who's like,
0: Are you guys fighting or just disgusting? (laughs) Which
1: is a pretty funny line that a kid probably would say. Yeah. I thought that was quite good. But yeah, they awaken the octopus and it's like a CGI 3D octopus.
0: It's pretty spooky, but then it immediately inks and fucks off. And then they're like, "Wow, we did it! We scared the octopus!" And then turn around, and oh my god, the sharks there and all
1: the crab army. And I think the shark. No, I think Joe's like catfish got your tongue because they're surprised that the kids. Are- ha ha! Yeah, you see,
0: because it's like cat got your tongue, but it's the ocean, so he says catfish,
1: catfish got your tongue. He also Ha-ha. says the shark um says something really dumb as well and he turns to the shark and goes you brainless seaweed sucker which i thought was funny that's funny more stuff it's a good insult joe sends a crab after them yeah and there's a big old fight scene actually a pretty graphic fight scene where fly gets punched so hard by the crab that he starts to bleed from his like neck yeah from his gills it goes like the whole screen goes red yeah i was like holy shit
0: oh boy they just killed fly Thank God he's dead.
1: Yeah, the real villain gets killed then. Also, the crab then drinks some potion and becomes a commander. It's not important, but I just liked that the crab for a little bit becomes like a revolutionary leader.
0: Yeah, it's weird how it's in the movie, but has like no consequence whatsoever. Yeah. Anyway, there's a giant tornado in the ocean. Ah, this is where we get to talk about the parents. Because while all this has been happening, the parents come home. And discovered that all the children have gone and the aunt's the worst human being in the world. Yeah. Has let all these kids go. And they find like some fishing tackle. And they're like, oh, they've gone to the ocean. So they go to the ocean. Yeah. And then they find the fishing pole. And the the wire. Uh, leads them to the secret cave
1: entrance, and they go into the cave entrance just as the scientist is like swimming back in in a dinghy that he found.
0: Yeah, because the scientist isn't actually dead, no. even though we were led to believe he died.
1: No, he's actually which was there. also a
0: pretty dark um, bit of the movie. But as an immortal Norse
1: god, yes, as Loki, he can't, he can't die. Yeah, he can't die. And the parents are like, "The fuck is this old man doing?" <laughs> With our kids Yeah we're gonna beat the shit out of him And arrest him The aunt almost does I think she That's grabs true. him But doesn't get to get a punch in
0: But th- but then uh, does it, uh, But then the characters realise They're in a kids film And can't beat the shit out of him And arrest him
1: So they all go looking for the kids
0: Yeah they go into the uh, scientific lair And then he's like Oh I turned them into fish And they're like no you didn't And then he shows them the video And then the aunt faints Yep she faints And then the two guys go out in the boat with a vacuum cleaner, an ocean vacuum cleaner. Um, And then they suck up all the fish and all the crab army. But Bruce the Shark clogs the the machine Mm. and it breaks the machine. But it allows our main characters to escape.
1: It allows, yeah, Fly, who is injured, and the rest of them to all escape. Um, and uh, just in time, the nerd realises a detail. He re- he realises that there was some leftover potion in the professor's lab that they didn't take out to sea with them. Yeah. So they're like, all right, we've got to go to the lab. How will we get to the lab, though? We can't get to the potion because we're fish. We-, we will suffocate out of the water. Oh, good thing the professor has a failsafe where you can flood the whole ship. Well, it's not a failsafe. It's more like a... Safety fail, haha! <laughs> yeah, it's a safety fail. It's not a fail safe. It's a safe fail. But it's a safety fail. Uh, it's a fail safe for the kids, but it's a safety fail for the, for the adults For the will... scenario in which this didn't happen.
0: <laughs> yeah, because it will flood the whole thing again. You just need to plug up one of the pipes in this giant system, yeah. and the whole system just breaks down and floods the whole place. Terrible design.
1: Stella has to say goodbye to the starfish. That was so sad. Again, she had to do it for a second time. Second time? This girl has to, and like the actor for her. Oh, it's heart-wrenching when she's like, I don't want you to go a little fishy, but you gotta. Absolutely. It's crazy. It's
0: very sad, because once again, she doesn't understand. She's too young, but she has to let it
1: go. So they go into the pipes. Joe follows them, obviously. We get uh, some pretty cool kind of action sequence stuff in the pipes.
0: Yes, because Chuck grabs all these, like, random objects to use to get into the pipe system without them dying. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe doesn't do this, though, and he gets just smashed up by the piping.
1: Yeah. Which is f- funny. There's like a fan at one point that he cl- clips his tail, like his fin on mm. or something. It's crazy. But they get into the piranha tank, yes. which is scary. The, the The piranhas go at them, but they manage to jump it just in time to flood the lab. Was it Chuck or Carl? What is
0: Carl? What is, what is the cousin's name?
1: The nerd? Yeah. The nerd's called Plum. No, he isn't.
0: Yeah, he is. No, his, his
1: name starts with C. Oh, they renamed him in the thing. Yeah, no, his, his, his name's Chuck. Ah. They renamed him for the English version. In my credits, he's listed as Plum because that's the Danish <laughs> character's name. <laughs> that's
0: funny. Um. Yeah, so, sorry. Chuck uses the power of Kung Fu.
1: Yes. Because apparently he can do that, apparently, to fight he's off... He's a jellyfish. All jellyfish No. Martial arts. This is a known fact. If for people who studied the Ocean's Act, you clearly didn't do your homework. I did not. Um, so he uses the power kung fu to get the
0: the piranha away before baiting them into uh, the 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 nozzle of the pipe. Yeah, which then floods the lab. Which then floods the lab. They escape. They get the potion. They're just about to succeed, but Joe is like,
1: "Well, howdy, howdy, how."
0: Hey, 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 do you know my name? What's my name?
1: Your name is Joe.
0: Joe Mama grabs the potion, runs
1: off. Oh, he's such a rude fishy. (laughs) Such a rude fishy. Dab, dab, dab. They're trying to stop Joe from attacking them by giving him kind of puzzles. Because they're like, you're not that smart. And Joe's like, I am bloody smart. Try me, mate. Try me. I'm I'm a fucking smart fish cunt. (laughs) Yeah, it goes a bit Australian. It's a bit weird. (laughs) Yeah, it's really weird. And so they give him, like, math problems. Yeah. Um, And because Joe has taken the antidote from them and he can't figure out these really intense math problems, he's like, I need more potion to get smarter to figure out these math problems. But the thing is... What
0: happens to mass when it goes to the speed of light? And he's like, oh, I don't know. Glug, 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 glug. Oh, it turns into energy. It turns into energy. And then they're like, hey, what happens to... What's the square root of 74 and he's like oh glug 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 and then he's like hey what happens when a fish drinks too much potion and he's like oh it turns into a human glug 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 and he's like and can humans breathe underwater and he's like no they can't oh shit yeah i
1: can't breathe he turns into a horrifying yeah monster it looks crazy because he's like short like a fish He's the size of a fish, but he looks like Frankenstein, and he just suffocates. Yeah, and then he dies. He drowns in the ocean. It's crazy. And with one minute to spare, Fly and Chuck and Stella have the antidote and become kids again. Yep. Huzzah. End of the movie. That's it.
0: Except... Da, da, da. Because the, the five-year-old drinks the potion, Chuck drinks the potion but they don't see if Fly drinks the potion. Mm -hmm. And all the parents come in and they see these two children, but they're like, oh my God, where? Where's Fly. And then they find fly the fly is a fish on the ground, but all the potions drained away. And they're like, oh my god, forty-eight hours have passed. We can't turn him back. Oh my god, what are we gonna do with this fish? And Chuck's like, I'm obsessed with this fish, I gotta save him. But the aunt's like, no, don't worry about it. You gotta you gotta let go of the fish, don't think. And so the aunt grabs the fish at him, but oh she slips and drops
1: him and crunch holy shit that was horrifying holy shit actually horrifying the auntie kills fly yeah
0: i was like holy shit i know this is a fake out but that's fucking brutal for the
1: poor five year olds watching this i remember being shooketh when i saw this this movie (laughs) like you just witnessed the main character fucking die yeah, a-, a lot of people say that that like they were um, forever scarred by the brave little toaster. Thinking about it, maybe this movie scarred me. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it did, I don't know, I'm not sure. But, plot twist, plot twist, fly, yeah. they then hear him coughing, oh, he's alive, yes. what did they step on, oh, it's that fake fish from earlier
0: yeah that they said hey that's one good
1: looking fish Uh, and I was
0: like but still holy shit that was so brutal for that like one minute there where they pretend they murdered the main character I was like wow that
1: is very dark pretty dark pretty dark for a kids film uh Chuck Chuck needs therapy for sure after that oh Chuck needs therapy Stella needs therapy for sure and Fly ends up in prison
0: oh don't worry they get her a therapy seahorse as they turn the seahorse into a real horse some how what that doesn't make any fucking sense they
1: give the seahorse so much antidote that it doesn't turn human it turns into a horse well I think they they have to make a different antidote right I would assume so or else that doesn't make any sense
0: (laughs) yeah but also they choose to give him a nonsense they're choosing not to make the seahorse sentient
1: that's kind of dark man yeah I don't know I don't don't even want to think about it like we as humans can choose what is and isn't sentient we're playing god at this point
0: You say they play God, right? The God of Trickery. God
1: of Trickery. It's Loki. Boom. Theory confirmed. Anyway, that is help. I'm a fish. That is help. I'm a fish. What a I like. When I was like rewatching this, I realized that this film does feel like an '80s animated movie, and it's just kind of dark. Yeah, it's just kind of dark for a kids' film. They don't
0: pull their punches like these baby TV shows and movies that are here nowadays. (laughs) I, I want. I want the five-year-olds convinced that they saw the main character's necks <laughs> just be crushed. Just murdered. Just, like,
1: fucking destroy their childhood. That's what we need. Yeah, like, re-watching this, I was surprised how much I remembered was the f- big thing. Because mm. I think I, like, I knew that I'd seen this before, but I didn't know that I'd seen it so much that i committed certain stuff to memory. So, like, re-watching it was really nostalgic and also seeing that that this does actually kind of hold up. It's entertaining. I will never watch this again, probably, until I have kids, if that ever happens. But right now, watching this now, it's it's alright. It holds up well. And just like Lady and the Tramp 2, I'm going to give this a goodie. Whoa. I enjoyed this a lot, enough to give it a solid goodie. What do you think, though? Again, your views were skewed. By
0: seeing two awful things before this and having nostalgia for it, mm-hmm. but it was a pretty fun film. I enjoyed it. Uh, it was right. It wasn't the it wasn't the best film I've ever watched, but it wasn't bad. I would let my kids watch it. Uh, I would buy fish and tell people that they're my
1: kids turned into fish.
0: What for for this film? Oh, so
1: I, I'll give it a goody. Whoa. I did not expect two goodies for Help I'm a Fish, but there you go. Good luck, yeah. the country of Denmark. You got two goodies from us.
0: Yeah, why not? Why not? I'm feeling generous. Like, I could give it an oldie, and it would be like a very uh, lenient oldie. Yeah. But going by my rules, if I can recommend it to someone, then it's probably a goodie. Mm-hmm. And I would recommend this to a child. To a child I hate, so it can traumatize them.
1: Yes, you would purposefully traumatize a child <laughs> with this movie. I, I like that. Um, all fans of Loki, watch this. It, it, it's another universe.
0: Yeah, yeah. This is definitely another alternate universe. Where, um, instead of trying to take over the land, Loki decides to take over the ocean, but then he goes fucking crazy. Yeah, it turns
1: into some weird old man that likes hanging out with kids. Fucking weird, am I right? Bloody weirdo. (laughs) Don't know about that one. Throw that man in jail, I reckon. Yes. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. When you walk through an art museum, what happens? You see some interesting things. You see some not so interesting things. (laughs) And if you're like me at all, you're probably a little bit sleepy. Well, grab a cafecito and listen up. It's Art Slice, a palatable serving of art history. I'm Russell Shoemaker. I'm Stephanie Dueñas. We are not your daddy's art history podcast. (laughs) We are both artists. So we look at art history through that perspective. We cover the artists you know and those that have been ignored for so many different reasons. We look at the context of the time. We compare it to today. We don't dumb anything down, but, and this is a big but, hey we like to have a good time, okay? Nos gusta to goof around. <laughs> Alright? We have hungry pantry bonds no, no, that no, might startle on. you. It's a long story. We, we feed them art materials. Art is just a visual language, so in order for us to interpret what we think it's saying, we hijack the work. Right. How do you like that for an art heist? Exactly. And ultimately, we decide if it belongs in our Art Slice Museum okay. on top of the Art Slice hilltop. Okay. Okay. So, so if around, this all sounds good like, to you, join us on Art Slice a palatable serving of art history alright well there isn't any sequels to this film but we can very quickly come up with one I've got a random number generator going to generate a number of one of our episodes we've got to come up with crossover between Fish, Loki and that film Uh, number 42 that's funny 42 is funny because Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy ah it's the meaning of life Alan Rickman is the best part of the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy movie because he plays the robot. Ironic. Number 42, what is that? Number 42 is Radioland Murders.
0: Oh my god. Hey, that's dark as well. We got two films that are pretty dark, right?
1: That is a pretty dark film. Oh! Radioland Murders. Oh no, that wasn't really about investigating murders. It was just kind of a play on the radio. Well, it is. It is a bit,
0: right? There is an investigation. So what happens is... You get mad scientist, he becomes famous, right? Yes. For his scientific work. Yes. And then he goes on the radio. Yes, exactly. But then uh, someone starts turning people into fish and killing them as fish.
1: And he's like, oh my goodness, this is crazy. So he enlists some random kids, mm-hmm. turns them into fish to be his undercover spies. Yes. To try and shut down... The person that's turning kids into fish and killing them.
0: But, as it turns out, Twist, he's actually the one turning people into fish and Uh, killing them. Because it's like a split personality of himself. Which is his true personality, Loki. The god of mischief and trickery. And the kids have to band together... Um, they come up maybe with a few different potions.
1: Yeah, there's like a potion that turns you into a dog.
0: Yeah, yeah, a potion that turns you into a bird. the birds. So you got land animal, sea animal, and sky animal. And yeah. so at one point they all have to like, so the three of them, we get our three main characters. you got the little girl as a bird. Yes. You've got uh, what's-his-face as a dog.
1: Yes. And
0: you got thing as a jellyfish. And yes. they all have to like teamwork together using the different forms of land to stop this guy murdering people in this radio station. Murdering all the radio people. All of it is while the scientist is also trying to keep the radio station going.
1: Yeah, that's where the the slapstick comes into it.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's where the slapstick is like. He's murdering people, but also he has to pretend like there's nothing wrong at the radio station. So the actual police don't come and arrest him mm-hmm. for murdering all these people. It's a very dark comedy, but. Uh, It's a good
1: time. It's a good time. And it's called Help! I'm in a radio station. (laughs) Station. (laughs) And and everyone's trying to kill me. Everyone's trying to kill me. I would watch the heckity heck out of that. Alright, let's do some reviews. Did you find any? Oh, absolutely. Because it's time... For
0: woah 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 wet sopping moist reviews. Oh,
1: I do love a bit of wet sopping moist reviews in my ear holes. That's
0: right, I got the soggiest, Ugh. most damp. Most floppy Ugh. reviews
1: they're bloody wetter than your grandma's porridge on St Patrick's Day they're moister than an oyster um it's 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 the reviews
0: from Rotten Tomatoes this time I have a good excuse for going with the audience because there's only one actual review for this movie
1: that's right that's so right I
0: only had the audience.
1: All right, now i have got to try and remember how to play this. Uh, it's between uh-huh. 0.5 and 5. I've got to guess the rating. You came up with one of the reviews. Correct. I'm going to lose is the other rule as well. Yes. That we have.
0: It doesn't matter how many points you get, you always just lose because you played the game.
1: Exactly. All right, All right, let's do it.
0: Let's do this. Jerry says, embarrassing Europop songs, still good animation work, emotions were left a bit in the
1: They're saying the original songs from teenage teen pop girl group Little Trees were bad. I dislike you, person, but I'm going to guess that you rated this a 2. It's a bit rude to uh, Jerry. It's actually 2.5. Ah, 2.5, right.
0: The animation was still good. Yeah, true, true, true. Uh, Daniel has one of the best reviews, which skewed my look on this movie. Yeah, It says... It says, not one of the fish, we're yellow. Who are we helping?
1: That might be your review. I'm not sure. Anyway, I'm going to yes. say that that's a three. Ah, that is a three out of five. That is a three out of five. Eljandro. That's definitely you. <laughs> no, no, no,
0: That's his name. Look, just because I can't pronounce <laughs> names. But it ends in Andro, right? Like your name. Eljandro. A L E J. Oh, it's Alejandro. Oh, I just don't know how to pronounce Spanish names. Alejandro (laughs) says, movie of my childhood. But the problem
1: is, has a lot of bad words for a kid. No, it doesn't. What, they say global warming? Are you against global warming, (laughs) Ali-jan-bro? Is that what you... Are you a climate denier? Oh, I dislike your review. Uh, it's a probably a one out of five. Oh, it's a three out of five. I, you know, d- Okay. Because <laughs> it says it has a lot of bad words for the kid, but it just doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't at all. This is not an explicit film. Richard says, keeps the kids happy. And scared and sad. Oh, explanation mark. Keeps the kids happy. Happy. Five out of five uh, for the exclamation mark. Three out of five. Three oh, out of five. Once same again, review is <laughs> that last person who gave it something. Gave it a negative review. Great. Yeah, but Charlie says, um,
0: one bit wasn't nice because he got scratched and I thought he was gonna die, but he didn't. There's a little brother and sister and they turn into fish because
1: they didn't listen. I feel like. <laughs> that second sentence should have been the first sentence. Yeah, yeah. And then the first sentence should have been the second sentence. You can see sentence. by
0: the, the tone of my voice that I'm pretty sure a five year old wrote this. <laughs> that, that's me.
1: That's actually me. Yeah, you're Charlie. I used to love uh, going on the old Rotten Tomatoes scores back then. Was it around? Probably not. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, um, three again.
0: It's five out of five!
1: (laughs) It scarred, this person, but it's still five out of five.
0: Alright, and then finally, Barbara says, OMG, all I have now is that dreadful song. Thanks,
1: Stuart. Stuart? (laughs) Stuart didn't write any of these songs. What are you blaming Stuart for? OMG, all I have now is that dreadful
0: song. Thanks, Stuart.
1: Joy. I don't know. I'm going to say it's probably like a one. Yep. Yeah. It's a two out of five. I hate everything. (laughs) All right. I reckon your one's the yellow fish one. Yeah, yeah. It is Daniel. It is Daniel. You're right. You're right. And that's the one I got correct. How about that? How about
0: that? I knew it was obvious because I mentioned the yellow fish thing, but there's no yellow fish.
1: There aren't any yellow fish. In this movie.
0: And the song that is a banger of a song, I'll give it that, is about a yellow fish. Yeah. Why didn't they just make the main character yellow? I don't know. All you need to do is change the color palette. That's it. And it all works. Or just, or in the song, say orange, not yellow.
1: I reckon this film is definitely missing yellow fish. This film could have been an easy five out of five if it contained a yellow fish in it. Now, Sandra. Uh, yes. We've come to the end of the show. You know what that means. Oh, that, that, that means I've got to say, hey, if you like the show, tell your friends. Uh, we really appreciate everyone who reviews us on the apps. Uh, like our Instagram and Facebooks and patreon.com forward slash oldie buddy pod for bonus content and ad-free episodes. That's great, but you're also wrong because now it's time for us to pick the movie for next week. Oh my god, first he's going to pick you, <laughs> then he's going to pick me. Stop. I hate you. It's a weird episode. I don't know what my mood is.
0: I think this is what happens when we, uh, one, watch a kid's film, and two, literally donate blood before recording <laughs> an episode. Because yeah. Yeah, I'm running on half a pint here, and it is... And we're not talking about Guinness. Uh, I wouldn't say that. Anyway, next week, your choices are Cats and Dogs. A spy movie where cats and dogs are bitter rivals
1: Uh, I remember seeing the ad for that on TV once And like I put it in my calendar I was so excited to watch this I was like cat and dog spy movie I'm staying up late to watch this on channel 7 Hell yes It's a great film I've only seen it like a hundred times It's one of
0: my all-time favourite movies as a kid But um, who knows Who knows if that's any good We have Kiss of the Dragon Ooh which is a martial arts movie with Jet Li. He plays an undercover agent Ooh. who fights his way out of Paris. It's notable for only having one scene with CGI and wirework. Most of it's all practical, Ooh. which does sound pretty good. That does sound pretty good. We have Lost and Delirious. Oh no! It's about a teenage girl who observes the relationship between her two best friends. Oh. And Scary Movie 2. Eh. The sequel to the hit parody movie, this one, is about
1: a haunted house. I've I've seen Scary Movie 2 and You're not keen on it? I like the first one. The the first one is basically Scream, but it's yeah. still funny. I still like the But first stupid. One. Yeah. The it's second great. one let's just say I saw the second one and then didn't see any of the others. Woof. I, I, I did not enjoy Scary Movie 2. Uh, Which is weird, because it's actually partially directed by one of the Zucker brothers, I think, who make incredible parody movies. But anyway, Mm. um, oh, I like Jet Li, but it's 2001, we're doing Nostalgia, I I need to see if Cats and Dogs holds up. Yeah!
0: (laughs) Yeah! I could probably do a podcast on cats and dogs right now
1: right like from your memory
0: that movie is ingrained in me i saw that maybe like 20 times no exaggeration i've seen it on television at times yeah and we had the dvd and i watched that one a lot when i was a
1: kid i yeah i need to see if cats and dogs holds up because it probably doesn't
0: it does except for the the like i think the crude humor Oh, also, one of the cats is Russian, so that might be
1: problematic. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember there were some like, Asian accents and stuff in it as well. Yeah, 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 it's got a lot of things, but overall, I'm excited. We'll see if that holds up next week on the show. Right now, though, we're going to wrap it up with the best quote from Help a bloody fish and I'm in the deep blue sea. My favorite quote is Are you guys fighting or just disgusting? Mmm, well, going on those lines, my favorite
0: quote. Is also from the child Where she first wakes up In the ocean Mm -hmm. And she's actually underneath a flounder And then the flounder moves away And she says Mummy My blankie's alive
1: (laughs) Coming to a cinema near you Mummy My blankie's alive (laughs) R R
0: Bang Boosh. I'm a yellow fish now. Help me.